As we've studied the life of Joseph with Scott Pauling, we've learned that this study isn't necessarily about Joseph, but instead about the God who was with Joseph, even in the darkest of circumstances. As you look at your own circumstances through the eyes of faith, do you recognize God's presence? Oh, that we could learn to live in the presence of God. Be sure to stay tuned after today's study to learn more about Scott's book on the life of Joseph entitled, The Lord Was With Joseph. Did you ever imagine that God could use you to make a worldwide difference? Has it ever crossed your mind that God Almighty could actually touch your life in such a way if it was yielded to Him that it could literally make an impact in this world for eternity. Now, most of us immediately said, no, I don't think that's true. Do you know why that is? Because we're looking at ourselves and we're looking at our circumstances. But I want to tell you that the greatness of the impact that can be made in a person's life has nothing to do with the greatness of that person. It has everything to do with the greatness of God and the greatness of divine providence and the greatness of the divine plan And the great thing about Joseph was not Joseph. The great thing about Joseph was Joseph's God. The Lord was with Joseph. We return today in our psalm to Psalm 105. Isn't it beautiful to see the psalmist all these hundreds of years after Joseph has already gone to be with God, still using Joseph as a point of reference about what God can do in and for and through a life. Let's read the verses again, Psalm 105, beginning in verse 16. Moreover, he called for a famine upon the land. He brake the whole staff of bread. He sent a man before them, even Joseph, who was sold for a servant, whose feet they hurt with fetters. He was laid in iron until the time that his word came. The word of the Lord tried him. The king sent and loosed him, even the ruler of the people, and let him go free. He made him lord of his house and ruler of all his substance to bind his princes at his pleasure and teach his senators wisdom. We're talking about some things God uses this week, and we've learned already that God uses difficulty. He, He used the famine and he used the fetters. He used the famine in Egypt and he used the fetters in Joseph. He He used the circumstances to break a nation and he used the the struggle to strengthen the man. This is just like God. God takes the worst things and accomplishes the most and the best with them. But today, we learn that God not only uses difficulty, but God uses people. Now, this is profound. Please don't miss this. This sounds so basic, so obvious. But God, in his divine sovereignty, has chosen to work through human instrumentality. God doesn't need us. We need God. Are we really so arrogant as to think God needs any one of us? And yet God has designed it so that he does his work in this world through people. Uh, He accomplishes his work through individuals. And Joseph is one of those people. And you are one of those people. And I am one of those people. And some, of course, are more prominent than others. But all of us have our part and have our place in what God is doing in this world for his glory. Listen to this one verse today, Psalm 105, and verse number 17 says, He sent a man before them, even Joseph, who was sold for a servant. In other words, it was bigger than Joseph. He was was sent before them, speaking of his family, the whole nation of Israel. Uh, But somebody had to lead the way. 
Somebody had to be used of God. We're tempted to look at this verse, and we concentrate on these words, sold and servant. How about concentrating on this word, sent? The servant was a sent one. He wasn't just sold. That's what we see from man's perspective. From the divine perspective, he was sent. There was divine purpose to his life. To me, this verse is one of the great reminders that there is no such thing as an insignificant person in the work of the Lord. There is no such thing as a a non-essential believer in what God is doing in this world. God uses people. Look at this from two perspectives. First of all, look at the Egyptian perspective. Did you know that in Egypt, if you were a slave, you were a slave for life? There was a, a caste system, a class system there, and you didn't climb up the rungs of the ladder. There was no moving your way up the the food chain, so to speak. No, no, you were stuck. From the human vantage point, once you're a slave, you're a slave. And then it got worse because then not only is he a slave, what is he? He's a prisoner. But once you were thrown into prison, uh, you had no hope of anything else. That was the end of the story. Aren't you glad that what men say is the end of the story is not the end of the story with God? No, that's just the Egyptian perspective. Remember, Egypt is a picture all through Scripture of the world and the world's philosophies. Uh, There's a dead end to all of that. I've been in Egypt, and still to this day, there's a certain uh, darkness and oppressiveness there that I think is just a residual effect of the curse of God on that land. Uh, the, the plagues that came on Egypt in some sense never, never left. I want you to know that that's what the world gives. It's, it's a dead end. But with the Lord, oh, with God, all things are possible. You may be bound, but God is not bound. You are limited, but God is never limited. And so the other side of this story, the flip side of the coin, is not the Egyptian perspective. It is the divine providence. Please don't miss this. God had Joseph right where he wanted him to be. Listen to the words again. He sent a man before them. Even Joseph, who was sold for a servant. Did it ever dawn on you that maybe God has you right where he wants you? That what you're trying to get out of and change is, in fact, uh, by the divine providence where the Lord has brought you to at this moment and that it's bigger than you and it's longer than this moment? In fact, I noticed even in our reading today, the end of the story is fascinating uh, because in verse 20 it says the king sent and loosed him. Wait a minute, the king sent, but before the king sent, God had already sent. And uh, he, he let him go free. That's great. He made him lord of his house. Wonderful. Ruler of his substance. Great. Listen to verse 22. To bind his princes at his pleasure. Isn't that interesting? The one who was bound is now doing the binding. And then to teach his senators wisdom. Do you remember one of the things that marked Joseph's life was the spirit of wisdom? He could interpret dreams. He he discerned things. He had certain spiritual understanding. I really believe this with all my heart. What God is looking for are people who will simply submit themselves to the divine wisdom, who will make themselves people uh, that he can teach, that he can give understanding to, so that then he can speak through them into the lives of others. I tell you, we're living in an upside-down world right now. We're living in a day where people are mixed up and things are messed up. Somebody has to know God, and somebody has to speak with certainty from divine wisdom. This is what God is doing. This is what God said. This is what God 
has promised. This is what the Lord's work and will is. And that is the person who says, Lord, I want to be used by you. God doesn't just use things. God uses people. And this is wonderful. God wants to use you today. God will use everything he brings into your life, and he wants to use you. I love this. God wastes nothing that is put in his hands. We waste a lot of things, and we waste a lot of days, and a lot of people waste their whole life. But everything given back to God, God will use for his honor and glory. As believers, we long for the day that we see the Lord and forever will be in his presence in heaven. But friend, you and I do not have to wait until then to live in the presence of God. In Joseph's life, we are reminded that the Lord desires that we stay in his presence throughout each day and in every circumstance. This was the open secret of Joseph's life. Scott has a tremendous resource that will equip you to live in God's presence. His book on the life of Joseph entitled, The Lord Was With Joseph. Visit enjoyingthejourney.org forward slash Joseph to download the free digital book, access the audio book, or purchase the hard copy version. Our prayer is that this will inspire your daily walk with the Lord. Thank you.